Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. I hope you're having a great weekend. God bless you and your family. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and the glory for this day. The ability and talent each person has. Help us see our strengths. Help us see our weaknesses. But help us to grow and learn and understand your word and how awesome it is, how it pertains to the car business, how we can make better decisions and have the joy and the peace that comes from you. I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners. I thank you this day and every day uh, for listening. We've had a lot of calls lately. Uh, about 95% of my business is helping, uh, helping my listeners, um, and I love doing it. And uh, remember that uh, right after this show, from 10.15 to 11.30, I go to Easy's at 281 and Bitters. Um, I met a lot of my listeners there we've talked about. Um, I'll look at your car, make an offer on the car, tell you options, what's going on. I uh, met a guy that uh, has a house for sale. Uh, they just want to get rid of it. Uh, they don't want to spend any money on it. Uh, I have crews anyway. but And then uh, I talked to another gentleman that's got a house that uh, – his mother's going to want to sell, and then I got some foreclosures working. So, good morning, Bubba. And so, um, if you've got, uh, if you know someone, I pay five hundred if I can get it bought. Uh, that's going through or about to go through a foreclosure. We can help them save their credit and not ding it so bad. And uh, usually, I got a camper. If it works out, I give them a camper to live in. I don't want to put you out on the street. I want you to have something that you can get back on your feet. If you've got a place to put it or you rent a spot to put it, that way you can be back on your feet. Talk to a big corporate guy Friday afternoon. or third. No, I'm sorry, Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoon about repos. And, and you know, the government is kind of shut down on the repos. And so uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about that in a minute. Uh, be sure and um, give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Good morning, Angela. And so we're going to talk about there's going to be a tremendous amount of repos on the on the market probably in February, March. You know, they're discussing now on foreclosures of houses. And... Uh, you know, they're they're not caring about the people in the houses. They're caring about the people who own them. They want to destroy those people. They want them, you know, sometimes you can collect the back rent from the government. They've got ways of doing that. Good morning. And so you got to understand this government's trying to bring us down. They want one world money, one world government, and they want to make us all equal. Well, I want you to prepare mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your budget. I want you to know exactly what's going on. Uh, and so be prepared and make a better decision. Uh, I've got a lady that's got some property, and she thinks it's worth a whole lot of money. Well, I'm sorry, lady, just not going to bring that kind of money. And she's going to end up losing it and some other property by 
thinking that she's got somebody telling her, oh, it'll bring a lot of money, but, you know, it, it needs a lot of work. You know, not everybody, not everybody sees an end product, what it can look like when it's finished, what it can do. And so we've got to work with other people. We've got to have an open mind. I'm weak at designing. I'm not good at designing. I'm not good at putting colors together. Uh, I did a house recently in New Brownsville to live in. My plans to spend the rest of my life there. And uh, I started picking out stuff, and my son said, No, no, Dad, don't pick nothing out. Stay out of the way. And so I listened to them. They also tell me not to sing on the radio. That's kind of but we, I still do that. I don't listen to them very often on that that situation. And so last week, uh, we'll get back on the subject. Well, last week I said I got something coming up that I want to tell you about, and it's James 3.10. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. Man, that sounds like a car dealer. Praise you one minute and put you in debtor's prison the next. Ooh, mercy, ain't that fun? Praising you, telling you how much I like you, how much I love you, how I'm going to take care of you, and then take advantage of you. Uh, I see so much of this goes on. I mean, it's because the people show up my lot owing oh, 10, 15, 20,000 too much. Uh, talking to a gentleman yesterday that owes a little bit too much on his truck. We're trying to work around that. Problem is, he doesn't have anything else to drive. He owes about 9000 too much, which in today's market, that's not bad here, what I've seen. And so he's trying to find a way to, to get out of all of that. So give us, give me a call anytime. I'll be glad to talk to you about it. I talked to him for probably 20 minutes last night. I didn't get a chance. The, this week was a blur. This week was, I had the state harassing me on a building that I'd built several years ago on handicapped parking, and there's people all up and down the street with no parking, no bathrooms, no this, no that, but the state don't mess with them. I guess maybe the, the state don't like my show. I don't know. And they hate the truth. The state hates the truth anyway. But, I mean, there's a light switch. It's two inches too high. Excuse me, two inches? I mean, they run around with a tape, and I, I don't know what all. But anyway... How do we tolerate? How do we tolerate what's going on in our lives? Do we let it bother us? I worked right through it and kept going 90 miles an hour. But out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. And so how do we trust anybody? Do we, we look at their deeds and their actions? James, man, I tell you what, I'm I'm hung up in James in the last three three weeks, maybe a month. I mean, there's so much good stuff in there that I could talk about on this radio show. You wouldn't believe it. But so we've got to watch out who we trust and don't trust. And, and you know, the bad part about it, like 90% of the time you walk up to a car dealership and you trust somebody you don't even know. Oh, you can afford this car. You can do this, you can do that, you know. And so right after, right after that in James, it says, My brothers, this should not be coming. That is praise and cursing out of the same mouth. Wow. Think about it. This should not be. Should we take advantage of our brothers and sisters? You know, there's only four blood types in this world. I think that's what they tell me. 
I might I might be a little off on that. And so we got to treat everybody with love, mercy, and grace because that's what we want. Good morning, Raven. And so we've got to treat people with the love, mercy, and grace that comes from the Lord. We we got to see exactly how we treat other people, how we love other people. And sometimes we've learned this by from our parents. And sometimes we don't have a mother's love or a father's love or something, you know. But how do you handle that? How do you do it? Well, it gets where we want to trust everybody. We're searching for that love. We're searching for, you know, somebody to lift us up. And so we let a car salesman do that and put us in debtor's prison for a long, long time. You know, this market is starting to change. Everybody's attitude's starting to change. Car dealers are making tremendous amount of profit because they're getting over window sticker. Very few dealers are selling at window sticker. I've got I've got the ones that do. In fact, I was at one dealership, like I said, uh, about 10 days ago when the guy said, we'll take, you know, uh, whatever's on that MSRP of the window sticker. And they left because they wanted to cut, and then they came back and bought it because they went to other dealerships, and they were 5000 over. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Now we're going through a situation where they're training every department to make money, every single department. you got parts house. You know what's amazing to me? I bought a heater for a diesel uh, 12 model Ford diesel, and it was 200 cheaper than any parts house around New Braunfels. Hey, these guys didn't want to cut. I bought it. It looked factory. We put it in. It works great. Cured the problem. Wow. Now we trust people even to sell parts. A little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a lot of money. YouTube will tell you how long it's going to take to fix it, you know, put it in, get it handled, this, that, and the other. That's how I got knocked out off another radio station. They moved me to a different time. I had a great time right in the afternoon. Wow, man, it was great. But, hey, the, the men behind me, that are mechanics, didn't like what I said, didn't like telling you go to YouTube, didn't like me telling go to Amazon or Rock Auto, go online, go to eBay. Uh, Raven and I, my son, we uh, we discovered where we can go to eBay to pick up something. And it's great. I mean, you know, a little effort will save you a little money. A lot of effort will save you a lot of money. Give us a call here, 210 210- 340 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Bought, uh, went by and saw Jimmy, my listener, faithful listener. He's probably on there today. Him and his wife usually are. Picked up a car that his son didn't take care of and um, had some issues. But, um, you know, that's just part of it. We, we've got to learn to take care of what we own and uh, make it last and and uh, we had great conversation, great conversation. I love talking to my listeners. I really do. Spent a lot of time with him, didn't get home. Got home pretty late, but it worked out. And so I want to hear from y'all. I want to know what you want to know, what you want to learn, how can I help you. 
that little old car's got a lot of problems, but that's part of that's part of business. And so that's what I want. Now, remember, please tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. That's YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Look at the video, subscribe. We're still working on new uh, products and new stuff, and I've got I've got a spiral notebook full of stuff that, that we're going to bring up. And uh, so tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams, Inc. and subscribe. Tell 20 people, hey, Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, the ugly, cars, trucks, houses, equipment. Um, I've got a gentleman's got some backhoes and some other equipment he wants to get. We got a caller in, and so uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, a, you know I'm subject by anything that's legal. So give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. Love to talk to you about your vehicle, but. Uh, second half of the show, I'm going to tell you about a listener, and thank you, she's a physician, and uh, I was busy, I get busy after the show talking to my listeners, Birdie, Birdie yeah, and I get, uh, we'll talk about that BMW right after the show. Hello, Birdie, this is Randy Adams. Hi, Randy, um, I have a question, um, a friend of mine has a vehicle that's been sitting in a storage unit for over four years. It needs an overhaul, but how would I go about finding out what it's worth and if it's worth me overhauling it because it hasn't been driven? What what car is it? What or is it a car truck? It's a Toyota FJ Cruiser. Oh my goodness. That's a great unit. In fact, uh, the shop I lease a building to, the mechanic that I use quite a bit, they uh, bought a used motor, and it came in, and it was junk. It didn't last very long. Uh, what year is your FJ? Um, I believe it's a 2007. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go look at it. Is it closer, a four-wheel drive? Yes. Good. If you'll look, do you write my phone number down? If you'll call me, I'll I'll walk it walk you through it, and then also you need to know what the miles are, and you uh, right. if you'll take pictures of it and the VIN, I'll make you an offer on it, and you can go from there. You can sell it to me. You can fix it up. Uh, finding a motor might be a little difficult, and motors have gone up. Uh, I found a motor for a unit yesterday. Good morning, Jake. Uh, if the customer has got an FJ07, and so she's it's been in storage, so it needs an overhaul. And yes. it, I, you know, very few of them, they're great motors, but they're hard to find. And so if you'll right. call and me, I'll definitely tell you what I'll give. That way, you've got a basis. You're dealing with me. I'm going to tell a story in the second half of this show where a, a lady was dealing with a young lady who seemed so sincere and showed her the uh, market report, but uh, we can twist that market report around to make it fit to our advantage, and that's what happened. Exactly. So, but I'll make you an offer right where it sits or hauled off, and then also I'll tell you, you know, what you can do. And I've got a great shop that I I do business with that 
possibly can help you. And they're working on one right now. They got a green one in the building. I was there yesterday checking on some stuff they're working for me. And uh, I think they found located another motor. But he had, this guy, gentleman, had bought a motor somewhere else. They put it in, and it didn't last. So lots of times they use motors. Maybe you can get it rebuilt. The problem on rebuilding, here we go again. We've got shortage on parts and how long you right. can wait. I've got a motor sitting in one shop, and it's a guy that does my motors. It's been there two months. One thing is we're missing a couple of parts, and it takes some time. But maybe that one you can get in and out. And it, well, the last time it was driven, it worked beautifully, and then it went into storage. Well, then it so, probably don't need overhauling. It All it needs no. is a fuel pump, cleaning out, cleaning the brake lines, and, you know, you're still going to spend some money on it. But, you know, most of those motors don't don't have a problem. That's a great motor. Toyota builds a great motor. They build a motor that'll last. They build a motor that they'll sell a lot of cars, and... Uh, a lot of the other manufacturers, in fact, me and, me and the man at, uh, at the big corporation talked about how Toyota and Honda build a great car because they want to sell the best car because they know people will return to buy it, where other manufacturers want to build a car that lasts eighty to 100,000 miles, and you're forced to buy another one. And that's why loyalty to Honda and Toyota is so strong, and the other manufacturers are not. Right. Now, I have a 2006 Toyota Tundra, and it's got 218,000 miles on it. How much further do you think that motor will go? At least 100,000. I maintain it. At least 100,000. I maintain it. And later, if you'll call me on my mobile, I'll tell you how the cheapest, best tune-up there is and how that motor will last forever. I've got I've got a Dodge Diesel's got a million three hundred thousand miles on it and doesn't use oil. We put a used battery in it about a year ago and it fired right up and I drove it uh, about five miles. The transmission's finally given up, but I changed trans I changed transmission fluid every seventy eighty thousand miles in that in that tra- and the automatic transmission lasted over a million miles. So there's wow. there's tricks and there's ways. And that Tundra, let me, and that we were talking, in 06, my neighbor just sold one, and uh, she had bought that Tundra years ago, and it didn't, she didn't lose much money. I think she drove it seven, eight years, and she didn't lose much money. And it's because of the value of the truck. And the guy got a great deal. It's a great truck. She's been taking, she takes care of it. My neighbor, she watches over it, and she changes it all, and she drives it right, and she takes care of it. This guy got a great deal, in my opinion, because I really believe, I told her, I said, it'll bring almost that at the auction, and then you got auction fees, and they'll put a retail price on it. And so that Tundra okay. you're driving, uh, it might be a sealed transmission. If that transmission ever starts acting up, all you got to do is check the transmission fluid. It might be a little low. I had a... 14 not long ago. I'm sorry, 12. I had a 12 not long ago. And uh, it it was a quart low on transmission, and it acted up a little bit. And I sent it down, and we had it checked. Because it's a sealed transmission, you just can't check it. And we put a quart of transmission fluid in it and had transmission. I, I'm not sure when I had a bad transmission on the Tundra. They built a great, great transmission. And now we have the transmission plant out on I-10. Close to to Marion, 
uh, they built a huge transmission place out there. But here we go again. Toyota wants to build a, a unit that is will last, and you'll keep buying, and you'll tell others, well, they'll buy a Toyota. And I'm a Toyota fan. I am. I really am. That's what I highly recommend. I am, too. But if you'll call me, if, if you'll okay. call me with a VIN number and a couple of uh, pictures, and we'll discuss it. And if they parked it there, that probably you know a fuel pump, clean out the fuel lines, clean the tank out, check the brake lines, make sure they're not contaminated. Probably change the uh, uh, fluid or any of the fluids and the antifreeze, and you probably got a great unit, you know. All right. It'd be wise All to buy, right. and uh, you know, and it. Okay. I'll I'll give you the figure. I'll give, and I, you know, I'll go do those things, or you can fix it up yourself. And I've got places to tell you where to go. All right. I appreciate. Thank it. you, Bernie. I appreciate your show. Thank Bye-bye. you. God bless you. Well, tell twenty people to listen to my show. Tell twenty people to go to uh, Randy Adams Inc. and subscribe on YouTube. And tell 20 people to call me. I'm Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. Like I said, we're going to talk about the BMW later on in the show. And uh, and it works out fine. And the, and the physician said she thought it was funny I was going to use it on my show. But uh, a lot of people in this town, I was way ahead. I, I At one time, I was a number one hit uh dealership in the nation, new and used, number one on hits from autotrader.com. And they flew in the corporate guy several times to talk to me, and they'd say, how do you get so many hits on autotrader.com? You get a million, six, a million, seven a month. And that was 15 years ago, and that was unheard of. I mean, a lot of the big new car dealers were getting seven, eight hundred, you know, 900,000 hits a month. I was getting you know, double what they were getting. I said, because I want to price my cars right. It gets back to overhead. Now, we've got dealers that are copying what I do. <coughs> Go online, and I do still have online. Then you describe your car. But I have found out that my listeners, my people, would rather talk to me directly. You'll be talking to me when you call me. I'll be putting a figure on the car for you. I'll be giving you options, opportunities. And you'll be dealing with me. You won't be dealing with a trained young lady. You won't be trained that's trained to show you the computer report and it's not correct. You're going to be dealing with me. I want to deal with you. I want to have a relationship with you one-on-one. I want you to understand. But I also want to say I've told several people this week, don't sell your car. Don't sell your truck. That You've got a great vehicle. It's going to last you. Do you still need that type of unit? You know, if you don't need it, it's a waste. It's sitting there. You're not driving it. Yes. But if you're still using it, why get rid of it? And I've got some people now that want to get rid of their vehicle and get and take and wait till this market calms down. Um, I've got a theory on that I'm working on that I'm probably going to talk about in the next two weeks. But, uh, you know, it's best while the market's still hot. Now, we had a guy that I tried to buy the unit two weeks ago, and the market's dropped about two grand on the unit, and he waited too long. And so now he's decided uh, Thursday that he was wanting to sell his truck. Well, his truck won't bring quite what he's wanting to. 
And so he waited a little too long. we got to act quick because this market looks like the ocean, up and down, up and down, and it's going to continue that way. Desperate dealers do desperate things. When they get an empty lot, they freak out. Oh, we got to pay too much money for this stuff. Good. I'm selling cars at the auction for more than I can sell them at my car lot. And and that's a fact. That's the way it's working. Now, I, I, But, you know, and we may just get a little time to discuss things are not as good as it seems, and but things are not as bad. you got to stay on a le- level, even keel. If not, you're going to get yourself buried in a trap that you're not going to like. I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Hey, text 20 people listen to Randy Adams on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Hey, or tell them, hey, go to Facebook, Randy Adams, and you'll watch us live. Angela's on there. Jake's on there. Bubba's on there. Brian's on there. we got Ravens on there. We've got a lot of people on there. And I appreciate you, every, each and every one of them. God bless you. We're going to take a four-minute break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business and what's going on so you're prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. Love you, listeners. God bless you. Hey, remember, 99% of addictions, unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Get rid of that baggage. Get it out of your head. Hey, Jesus loves you. We love you. Good to see you. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Hello again, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Let me get Facebook going again. Thank you, listeners. Um, I appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, this market's still crazy. It's coming down a little bit. High-dollar trucks, desperate dealers paid stupid money. I mean, uh, I was talking to a customer that uh, he's waiting. He's decided to wait a little longer before he buys something. But he was looking at used uh, trucks, and used trucks were higher than new. He couldn't understand it. Well, the same situation in a guns and uh, and a lot of other stuff because availability supply and demand and uh, just thinking about you know desperate people have we lost our patience um and and sometimes it's due to we're busy i mean uh what i'm about to tell you about uh, a lady with a bmw uh she's very busy she's a physician and i mean She's got a lot going on, a lot of responsibility. I'll tell you a quick story. I was seeing my doctor one day. This was about 15 years ago. And uh, he said, took, they took my blood pressure and it was good. And I said, hey, how's my blood pressure? And he said, oh, it's good, Randy. He said, but I want to take your blood pressure when you're bidding a twenty, thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars $40,000 truck or car. I said, what for, Doc? He said, I want to see how under pressure you are and what your your blood pressure does under pressure. I said, hey, Doc, I said, I buy and sell cars. If I make a mistake, it costs me money, and I can overcome it. And I get, I said, but if you make a mistake, it might be somebody's health. Could die. I don't know. I said, you know, you've got a lot of pressure. You know, what's your pressure like? How did you get on that even kill? You know, 
things are not as bad as we think they are. And, and that's the key. And But they're not as good as we think we are, so we need to stay on the list. Uh, even kill, and that's why I've been, and I told the corporate people, the big auction people, that's why I've been okay because I haven't went crazy on these prices. I haven't got down and not done nothing, but I also haven't got way up there where when this stuff starts coming down and we're in that situation now, you can get yourself in a trap. The best part about me is I'm blessed because I own my cars and my lot, and I can turn on a dime. I can change my business on a dime. I mean, I can do things quick, quick, quick. And that's what has helped me stay afloat through all this, these problems and these issues and everything that's going on and what the government's trying to do to us. And so this lady calls me after the show last week about her BMW. And I didn't know how fast she wanted to sell this thing. Most people, they think about it, and, they, you know, they've got a little time. But I understand that she's super busy and got a lot of stress, and, and she takes care of a lot of people. And so I got up at Easy's, was talking to a lot of people, got to the car lot, got stuff going on there. I had a lot of situations going on. So finally about, I don't know, somewhere Four or five hours later, I text her what I'd give for the car. She texts back, well, I sold it for a 1000 less than what you offered. And I said, well, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry, you know. She said, well, I, I don't have much time. I'm a very busy person. And the lady seemed so, so sincere. Well, she's trained to be sincere, but she don't know what the market is. She's going by a her phone that gives you a market report. But what happens is they can twist that down. They can make your car rough when it's not rough. And so they she made that car rough, and she showed her, said, it'll only bring 6800 at the auction, then we have fees, and we got to clean it up, and we got to get it there, we got to do this, we got to do that. And and uh, the lady said she seemed so sincere that they all they all is worth. I said, well, I can show you on mine. On an average car, brings eight thousand average. And you, I got a feeling yours is above average. I said I would have looked at it and maybe even give another five hundred more after looking at the car. You know, see the problem with online auctions is that. You know, they give you a figure just like they did, and they downgrade your car. And after they downgrade it, then you come in and they beat you up some more. I was with Alter Trader Buying Center, and that was a joke. Number one, they charge you way too much to be on it to get you the leads. And number two, they shoot a figure at it. And then when your job, your job is when the customer comes in to beat it up. I bought a bunch of units at the figure that the computer gave the customer, a bunch of them. And so, hey, we'll call in here, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And be sure and give me a call, 830-708-4789. So, one example, a guy had a three-quarter ton gas Chevrolet truck, 
And so, yeah, it, it had some paintwork on it. And it wasn't the best in the world, but it was okay. And so this guy gets that auto trader figure, and he runs over to this dealership. And it's a well-known franchise dealership. And they go to beating him up, beating him up. Oh, it's been wrecked. He said, well, it was scraped down the side. Well, they did a tar- terrible job, and they said, and we'll give 28 – the figure was 28000 We'll give you 26000 It's got a little star in the windshield. It's got this. It's got that. So they beat him up. Good morning, Angela. She's back. And so they beat him up for $2,000. So he brings, he calls me and he says, hey, I heard you on radio. And that was back when we were doing a live show on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we ought to be doing, because that radio station that was on there, they got terrible Sunday shows. But anyway, <laughs> that's their problem, not mine. They like to have me back, but they're too high. They're too greedy. And so uh, he says, hey, if you're going to cut me to my knees, I'm not bringing a truck. I said, if the truck's anywhere it, where it needs to be, I'll buy the truck. He brings me the truck at the 28000 I buy the truck. This is no joke. I'm telling you the truth. I take it to the auction, sell it, and make money. The next day, I take it to the auction. The following day, I'll sell it. I mean, they look for a reason because their overhead is high, their greed is high, their selfishness is high, and their pride's high. And they train the people to beat you up. I don't want to beat you up. I'm going to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, that's that's the way I am. And that's the way I'm going to continue to be. I'm going to tell you the truth of what I'm going on in me and my business. And so, like I say, I bought a bunch of them that the people got frustrated because they gave them a figure online. And when they got in there, and I mean, Auto Trader told us to do it that way. And the reason is they wanted everybody to act the same way, do the business the same way, because they sold the buying centers all over town. They sold five or six of them. So there's five or six online buying centers online. That computer don't know your car. And if you've got a rough car, it won't bring what that computer says. Yes, but prove what the problems are. Don't lie about it. Don't exaggerate it. Don't beat them up. Hey, I know you're needing to get rid of the car. I hate it. <clears throat> I want it gone out of my life. I want it gone out of my driveway. I understand all of that, you know, And but what's fair? With my overhead, I can work for less. Yes, I've been on the radio for seven years, and I'm going to con- I hope I'm blessed enough to keep on the radio. And I buy a lot of cars from my listeners. And they tell a lot of people, tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car. And you're going to deal with Randy Adams directly on the phone or at my lot or I'll meet you somewhere. You know, I've met a lot of people here at the radio station. We're right by the airport right off of 281 and Ramsey comes in on Ramsey. And so uh, I've bought vehicles at this parking lot, met the people, paid them here. Uh, met them one week, paid them the next week because they lived close to here. Bought some family that lived out by Stone Oak, met them at, uh, one day at Walmart and bought their vehicle. And so there's, there's a lot of situations that I can work with, and you're going to deal with me directly. And so I want to buy your car, your truck, your house, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and tell 20 people. Give me a call, 830 708 
888-447-4789. And so, they, you know, the physician, she was good with it. I mean, she can afford it, and that's good. And, you know, the, the dealership that bought it, the online dealership that's on a lot of radio stations, they're spending a lot of money. They spend about 20 times more than I do. So they got to make 20 times more than I do. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth about the business. They don't. I'm going to explain to you what's going on and what the market is doing, what the changes are doing, what uh, what they're working on at the dealerships. And several guys will say, oh, we're a buying center. We don't try to sell you nothing. Do they eat those cars? They put salt and pepper on them. How do they go away? Oh, well, okay. They take them to the auction. They can sell them to other dealers just like I do. But I got 58 years of experience. I've sold cars. I used to ship cars to China and Russia. I've sent antique cars to Australia, to Sweden, to Germany. I used to have a line straight into Germany, man. We used to sell them. I'll tell you how far this goes back. We sell them diesel wagons. Diesel wagons, yeah. Can you imagine that? Now, some of the – in Sweden, we had to take the back seat out. But see – Gasoline was $7 a gallon back then. That was a long time ago. And gas, and diesel was $3 a gallon. And so they knew how to make them work. Good morning, Michael. And so uh, they knew how to make that work. So I was buying diesel wagons, shipping them to Germany and Sweden, taking the back seats out of the ones going to Sweden, selling them vans, piling the back seats in vans, shipping them over, and they were taking the seats and putting them back in. So, you know how crazy. This market, there's no telling what's going on in the car business. You just got to buckle up and get solid and get after it because it's going to change, and it'll have to change day after day. But how in the world can somebody face you, tell you they're an expert, how they're going to take care of you, and out of the same mouth comes praises and curses? What's the curses about? Hey, you're in debtor's prison for a long time. Hey, the people that are paying 5000 over window sticker, when they get to building again, and I'm not sure when that's going to be or if they really want to do or if they're scared of the government we're talking about. I had a big corporation sold some trucks, and they're scared that everything's going to get shut down again. They backed out, which was fine. I can sell those trucks anywhere. I'm not worried about that part. But, oh, yeah, they're worried about the mask coming on, shutting down, uh, you know, but it's because the government wants to control us. What happened to freedom? They want us like Cuba, no freedom, like Venezuela. Hey, I sell a lot of people in Venezuela. They're great people. I've, I've got a buddy who hires all the Cuban truck drivers he can find. Great people. We want the great people. We don't need the border open for the outlaws and the in-laws and everybody else that don't want to work. They want something free. And so we want to work and make this prosperous. Well, the car business is tied to a big-time part of the economy. We, we want freedom to drive. Hey, I'm going to tell you the direction we're going to go. Hey, it might be mass transit. You may have to be riding the bus or, or something everywhere you go. I want freedom. I want to be able to get up and go where I'm going. You know, I used to worry about how bad this country is getting turned around and crazy. I used to worry about my grandchildren. And then I got to worrying because it's moving a little fast about my children. And, man, it's going so fast, I'm worried about me. I may see socialism and communism before I pass away. And so we, we've got to prepare for the future. We've got to know exactly what we can afford and can't afford. 
Hey, man, I mean, I drive whatever's got gasoline in it. It don't matter to me. I helped uh, my realtor, good friend, and she's a listener. Uh, I want to thank her for listening because uh, uh, a lot of my friends don't listen. They listen to me. They t- they'd rather talk to me than listen to my radio show. But anyway, her daughter got a hit and run, and and it was an ugly, ugly door on her car, and she didn't have the money that everybody was pricing fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred to fix her car, and so she calls me, and we got we got the right color door, got her all fixed up for about three fifty. And so instead of eighteen hundred, she spent three fifty. She was thrilled. Her mother paid for it. The listener is a good friend of mine, and we've done some real estate deals together. And um, and they were thrilled yesterday. And they said, you know, what do we owe you? And you don't owe me nothing. I didn't put nothing out. I made a couple of phone calls. I got it all handled for her. But there's options out there. There's times out there. There's possibilities out there. You know, and so we get mind locked in what we're doing, and we don't want to change. We don't. We don't want to look outside the box. We don't want to see what other opportunities that we have, what avenues we have, and so it worked out great for. Her, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to help her because I know that she's into real estate. Her daughter is, and she just spent some money on the house that she's renting. She's looking for the future. She's planning for the future. And um, and I wanted to help her. I wanted to be there for the people that I can help. My radio listeners, my friends, anybody. I love everybody. I love the people that hate my show. Man, when they call me, every, and I don't get many calls, but when I get a call that wants to bash me, I just love them anyway. Hey, that's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I offended you. But where was I wrong at? Oh, you're all wrong. Well, give me the answer. What was I wrong about? You're all wrong. They don't have the answers. The answer is making right decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And don't trust that person when he praises you out of the same mouth and then curses you, takes advantage of you, intimidates you, buy, you buy something you can't afford, tell you you can't afford it. But if you just happen to be short on the payment and money, you need an extra 50 or 100 You know, you can't run over that salesman and say, hey, you know, can you give me, you told me I could afford this. I'm short this month. Can you give me a 50 or 100? Let me tell you something. He'll look like my buddy Alexander Reich, the fastest person at one time in, in uh, pro football. Phew, you'd be gone as fast as he can run. He'd still run, even though he, I think he's 56 or something like that. But anyway, I'll see Alexander tomorrow. I'll see all my guys at Cornerstone Church. I'm the head uh, concierge on the now east side door. And so come, if you'd like to meet me, come to Cornerstone Church. I'm there from 7.15 to 11.15. Glad to meet you. Glad to talk to you. I've got some radio listeners that come in. I have a guy who drives in from Lulin. And, t- and we have a little conversation on Sunday mornings. And, you know, it, there's so many different options, so many things going on, so many changes in the car business. You know, you can't keep up with it. I live, breathe, and eat in the business. And I've watched it and I've experienced it. That's why when a lot of these corporate guys want to sit down and talk to me, they want to know what's happened the last 40, 50, 60 years. So everybody's saying this has never, ever happened before. And I had one of the corporate guys say, yeah, it's never happened. I said, yeah, it did. When? When did it happen before? Right after the war. We had a shortage of cars and trucks, and you had to pay 
extra money to get one. You had to know somebody, and that knowing somebody still cost you extra money. So this hadn't happened since 1945, 46, 47. You know, but we get complacent. We get to thinking that we deserve it. We get to thinking that everybody's our friend. We get to thinking that, you know, these these big-time car dealerships Oh, they're 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 going to take care of us. They they don't make money on us. It don't cost nothing for them to open up. I'm going to tell you something. It takes a million and a half to two million a month to open up these dealerships. You don't think so? And hey, workman's comp's high enough by itself. Uh, property taxes. What about property tax? What about what about insurance on on a business? You know that's why my overhead's so low because my inventory's low. I pay for my cars, and I can step up and buy, and I've got connections all over. I just sent some some vehicles to Cleveland, Texas. I'm buying a Bronco if you want a cool, cool Bronco, older Bronco. One of them, you know, kind of look. It's an Eddie Byer, but it kind of looks like OJ, you know, his Bronco. It's not white. It's not. It's not OJ's. No, I don't want OJ's. Might be blood stains everywhere. I don't. And then, and then it. Well known because all the cops and it made TV. It was on TV for a couple of hours, I guess. So anyway, uh, I want to be the best I can be. Are you productive? Are you doing the best you can be? Are you making the right decisions for your life, for your budget, for your family, for your lifestyle? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know. And the shortage of things is amazing to me. I got a buddy who owns four I'm, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Three uh, chicken places. And I said, man, what's going on in the chicken business? He said, I used to buy a big box for $40. Now the same box is $140. Well, I guess we're going to have to buckle up and pay it and go down the road one way or another. And and that's that's part of it. I mentioned something that I got tremendous response last week on. And... Uh, I, th- I thought I'd repeat it today as soon as I find it again. But anyway, uh, James says, but each one is tempted when by his own desires he is dragged away and enticed. Enticed. Has your feelings drug you away on your next purchase or your last purchase? Who entices you? These great commercials, do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Come on in here. We're going to take care of you. Well, just like that gentleman's got that truck for sale that owes 9000 too much. The dealership said, come on back in. We'll take care of you. Yeah, we're going to sell you something with a cheaper payment. A lot cheaper car, I guarantee you. A lot cheaper car. You're going to get a piece of junk. Hey, nothing's free in the car business. Zero. There ain't a free thing in it. You know, I mean, they they can tell you all this. Now we got other dealerships coming in and saying, we come up with this great idea. We want to buy your car online. We want to, you know, just send your information in. We'll give you a figure. It's all by computer, and we can manipulate that figure on that computer. We can make your car rough. We can make it extra nice. We can make it less miles, more miles. We can twist that around and show you the figure, just like happened on the BMW. Be glad to do that for you. But what has enticed you lately? Uh, is there fear that causes you to need the next car? Or is it fear that causes you it might break down? Well, that's what the dealerships are trained to do. They're trained to teach you, oh, man, you know, you'll be broke down. 
I mean, with a cell phone, if we can pick up the phone, get picked up, we can break down. You have a flat tire, you can call somebody. I mean, we all got family and friends somewhere. I mean, all the record services, all that. I'm going to tell you what, the other day, there must be a record convention going on because I saw so many records on the highway traveling and doing things, you know. Of course, you know, when they're broke down, we got to have the, got to have it. So, you know, you've got to understand what's going on. What's your opportunities? What's your availability? What you going to do? You know, and so uh, my grandson's going to a big state golf tournament. He qualified big time, and he's heading to Houston this weekend. So my son, Raven, is trying to figure out exactly what he's going to drive. You know, we got a lot to pick from. I even offered him my 97 Lincoln with 97,000 miles. Got lots of room, rides like like you're floating down. Hey, that's all I care about. I'm getting 23 miles to the gallon. I drive too much. I took pride, greed, selfishness out of my life years ago when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And so the pride that poor little gal was taking on her wrecked hit-and-run door her uh, brother-in-law was beating her up. Well, we got her fixed up. He's, you know, she's going to be, she's going to be allowed to come back to his house with a, you know, with a straight door on it. But I mean, why do we want to beat people up on what they drive? Does it matter? Is it your business? Are you making the payments on it? You know, pick on somebody. So you know, pick on their what they're riding and driving. They're content. Their, their life, I mean, contentment comes from the Lord with joy and contentment. Hey, show me your joy with your smile and in the, the commitment in your heart. And so, you know, here he beats her up on that door. I, 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 that's hard for me. You know, I had a guy beat me up on one I'm driving the other day. You own this lot? Yeah. You own these cars? Yeah. And you drive that? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to buy me something? You ashamed of what I drive? Don't matter to me, Bubba. I'm telling you, it's paid for. I drive whatever my little heart desires. I can be driving whatever, a new Lexus, new Corvette. It don't matter. You know, I ain't bragging that I can afford it. I can do it. A bank will loan me the money if I don't have it. So, hey, don't get excited about what somebody else drives and you beat them up. Or, you know, got a dent on it. She didn't put the dent on the door. as a hit and run. wasn't her fault. Well, this is Randy Adams. Anything I can do for you, anything I can help you with, give me a call and tell 20 people. Call Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. And please go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Tell 20 people to go there. I need to blast that out. Please do that. Hey, that's my pay, and I'd be glad to talk to you anytime. I'm heading to Easy's. I'll be there from 1015 to 1130. Come by, see me. God bless you. I love you. I love the United States. I love San Antonio and Texas. God bless you. Hey, I'll see you next week on a brand new show. I got some new stuff coming. Have a blessed week.